All right, all right, all right. So today's a very important topic. The big question of the day is, what percentage of people that have heart attacks actually have diabetes? I think that this is important to answer because a lot of people on social media and these like social media uh, medfluencers and healthfluencers are all saying, if you don't have insulin resistance, then there's no way you can have a heart attack. Well, that's not true. Or they say something to the effect of, the only people that get heart attacks are people who have insulin resistance or people who have diabetes. So first of all, let's back up a little bit um, because a lot of this is just not true. People just don't understand diabetes. And I've done tons and tons of videos on diabetes and audios, and maybe I'll dedicate the next few podcasts to understanding diabetes. Um, diabetes is a genetic disorder. We know this. There's about 17 to 19 alleles or you know genetic areas in your genome that code for diabetes or insulin resistance. There are different ways to measure insulin resistance and find out if somebody is diabetic or not diabetic. Now, insulin resistance is a spectrum. You can have insulin resistance or the genetics for it and not be diabetic at all. Um, and there's a long delay. Some people have more uh, insulin resistance than others. Some people it's more severe. Some people it's less severe. It kind of depends. So think of it as like a spectrum. Some people are in the weaker, easier end of the spectrum. Some people are severe diabetics and are real thin and, you know, just massively have like tons and tons of diabetes and need insulin and need everything and nothing seems to get it under control. So that's kind of where we stand. Um, diabetes is definitely uh, genetic. You know, And there are people that are overweight. And this I brought this up during my interview slash debate with Paul Saladino, the carnivore MD. Um, I, I mentioned this and he, he was <laughs> shocked by it, but there are people that weigh 500 pounds that don't even have a lick of diabetes. They have zero insulin resistance, no matter which way you want to measure it. If you want to use, um, fasting insulin, you want to use HOMA IR, lipoprotein IR, um, you want to use fasting glucose, you want to use A1C, whatever you want to use. They don't have any diabetes. That, that is absolutely a fact. He couldn't believe this and what have you, but it kind of, you know, he doesn't practice medicine. He He's a psychiatrist by trade, and he hasn't really practiced that either. So I don't think that he would know this. But anybody who works in cardiology, internal medicine, endocrinology, what have you, um, we know that there are morbidly obese people that have uh, zero insulin resistance whatsoever. And we also have people that are super thin, super lean, super athletic, eat healthy, whatever, but have a lot of diabetes. So the question becomes, how do we measure this or what do we? So one of my mentors that, you know, when I was in uh, medical school and residency was Dr. Dwark and Nathan out of Chicago. Now, this guy has been involved in the last 30 years worth of research on every possible diabetes thing you can imagine. He was trained at Rush. And the, 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 the best way to diagnose diabetes is something called a euglycemic clamp. Now, it's very difficult to do. If you look this thing up, you're going to be like, holy smokes, um, that's just crazy. Yeah, it is. Um, the next best thing, that's the gold standard. The next best thing is something called a oral glucose tolerance test. You feed someone, let's say 100 grams of glucose or, you know, a certain standardized amount and you wait about an hour or two, you know, two hours is kind of one of the standards and you check their blood sugar. Dr. Dwark and Nathan had his own oral glucose test. You have people just check their blood sugar one after one hour after every meal. 
And if their blood sugar is over 140, they absolutely have insulin resistance. Now, this usually happens long before their A1C is elevated, their fasting glucose is elevated, their fasting insulin, whatever, however you want to measure it. Um, but this is his way of detecting diabetes early. And his thing, and my thing too, is the problem is we wait way too long to tell people or diagnose people with diabetes. We literally wait till it's like so bad that almost nothing can be done about it. And now we're just patching you up and trying to save you from your own self. So diabetes is mainly diagnosed about 10 to 15 years too late. Uh, and that's a problem. Um, so that, that, and, and then the other thing, like when you talk to, 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 to endocrinologists, you know, especially Dr. D and some of these other people, like, listen, you know, insulin resistance when you see it, sort of like me, I'm a cardiologist. When somebody walks through the door, I know if they have heart disease, like you, you can tell the way they look, their hair, their skin, their wrinkles around their face, how much they smoke or don't smoke the way they smell from cigarettes, just looking at their labs. Um, you can tell. I mean, we know, yeah, you know, you could do the oral glucose test or have them check their blood sugars an hour after every meal. You can do all kinds of fancy testing. But at the end of the day, we have this gestalt or this like inner sense or sixth sense, whatever you want to call it. And we know, I mean, it's not rocket science, um, but that's what I have to say about that. So the question is, what percent of people having heart attacks actually have diabetes? So the European uh, Society of Cardiology or, or, you know, all of these organizations like the American College of Cardiology and all these people they have these um, statistics on this. So um, one of the statistics for heart attacks show about a 27-ish, maybe 29% of people having heart attacks actually have type 2 diabetes. And that is about what we see with our experience. When we go to the hospital, we round on patients, I would say somewhere around 20, 25% are diabetic. The rest are not. So and we also know from the European European Society, Cardiology Society, um, that their numbers match ours. About 9% of the world population, including Europe and other places, um, has type 2 diabetes. And this is full-blown diagnosed full 2 diabetes. This is like on the spectrum of insulin resistance to the point where they actually have diabetes. We know that it also varies um, from country to country. We know that um, geographically speaking, there are some parts of the world um, like the Gulf states, like Saudi Arabia, Kuwait, Oman, Dubai, you know, that whole, you know, the Gulf states, um, about 60% of them that have heart attacks have diabetes. Um, and we know that places in Europe, it's only like 20%. And the United States is kind of in between the 20 and 26-ish uh, mark, um, the percent of people that have diabetes, that have heart attacks that also have um, diabetes. So it's a complicated disease state and it's not like that simple or say the only people uh having heart attacks are diabetics i mean that's just insane um just come follow me around one day you you really uh it's really an eye-opener if you just come follow follow a cardiologist around one day and you just be like holy smokes what on earth is going on here but yeah it is definitely not um only diabetics uh get heart attacks or only insulin resistance get heart attacks so those are my thoughts. And one super cool thing I wanted to talk about before we close. Um, my podcast within the first week of launch was cracked the top 200 in health and fitness on uh, Apple Podcasts. So super excited to announce that. Thank you all for those of you who sent reviews. I saw like 32 of them. Uh, so I appreciate it. That probably definitely helped catapult us to the top of the charts or at least made the, made the chart. Um, definitely hoping to climb that chart soon. 
If you love this podcast and you want more people to hear about it and you are super excited, um, definitely please send more reviews, post them, share it with your friends, find it on all your different podcast players, download it, whatever. Um, I truly, truly appreciate it. I'm never going to sell any ads on here. I just want this free information to go out to the world so that people can learn cardiology, learn how to live healthier, happier, and longer. Out. Peace. Peace.